You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. If you're a physician and want to generate meaningful side income, you're in the right place. Learn how to make real income from short-term rentals. So pour yourself a cup of coffee and let's catch up. Welcome to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast. And now your host, a pediatric anesthesiologist, real estate investor, and now short-term rental host, Dr. Chiagosi Fawole. Hello there, Short-Term Revolution Podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm really excited this morning because it is, I'm recording this like, on a Monday morning, kids are off to school. It's their last week of school. And we're sort of like gearing up for what's going to be, you know, summer, right? But today though, I want to talk with you about what I consider to be the lifeblood of your short-term rental business, okay? When handled well, you can look like a rock star with this. When it is not managed well, it can literally tank your business. So... (laughs) Other than the decision to like, of like which property you actually buy or lease if you're doing arbitrage, this singular decision could be the most important that you make in your business. And that is the decision of who to have as your housekeeper, who to hire as your housekeeper, and whether or not to keep them as your housekeeper, because those are clearly two very different things. So quick story. Sometime last year with with our units in Dallas, I had a guest come in and then send me a text that, oh my goodness, we came in here and there was all this used food, like like used food in the fridge. I was like, what? Like the housekeepers came by, like they cleaned the place. Like why, why would there be used food in the fridge? So I reached out to our housekeeper at the time and she was like, oh, apparently... She had sent a new show, which basically ran an agency of cleaners, right? So she was our point person, but she had people who actually cleaned. So apparently the person that she had sent to our unit that day was someone who was new to cleaning short-term rentals. So the person was a good cleaner, like a good housekeeper or whatever, but she had been cleaning people's homes, right? So coming to our unit, I mean, I guess when you clean people's homes, right, you don't, you don't take out the food in the fridge. But in our case, we needed everything gone because you don't want to have food from the prior guest there for the next guest. So she left the food in the fridge, I guess, thinking, you know, it's somebody's house. You don't throw away their food. And that made me realize that, OK, you need to spell it out and you need to have good communication when you have when you hire housekeepers. So today I'm going to be sharing with you, first of all, how to find good housekeepers and then how to manage your housekeepers so that you can bring the best out of them and they can give you the best you know, work so that ultimately you get great reviews, your guests are raving and your business thrives. All right. So first, the first question, of course, out the gate is where do you even start by finding to, to, to find housekeepers? So far, I found mine mostly through Turnover BNB. It's, it's an app that you can, you can basically go in and place bids for housekeepers and sorry, place your property and then request bids. So basically when you do that, the potential housekeepers will, will, will give you bids. And then you can pick one or, or a few of them. I personally recommend that you should have at least three housekeepers somewhere in your phone life, okay? either on the app or whatever, so that if for some reason somebody no-show, somebody has an issue like COVID, for example, we had a period when our key housekeeper for one, for one property came down with COVID. 
And so she had to send a replay. I mean, she was great, actually. She, she sent the replacement herself. But you need to keep in mind that if you have like a singular person, people can fall sick. People can have commitments that make it such that they can't come to your property. And you know, if you have one guest leaving in the morning and another guest I'm coming in the afternoon, you can't afford to not have a cleaner in between because <laughs> you can lose an entire booking if the place is, is not clean. Okay. No matter of fact, actually, that just made me actually think that I should probably take a step back for a second and talk about why I consider housekeepers the lifeblood of your business. Number one, you need to turn over between guests. Okay, you need to clean the place. I know that sounds like a duh statement, but yes, it is actually a key part of running a short-term rental business, making sure that no crap left from the prior guests remains by the time the new guest comes in. Your property needs to be turned over to such an excellent and impeccable state as it was when you took the original photos, okay? Because the last thing that you want is for your guests to come in and they saw <laughs> they saw Chateau de Versailles on online and they come into your property and it's like, what the, you know? <laughs> what the what, right? So your housekeepers are the people that will actually help you maintain the quality that you advertise, making your place livable for guests. So you want to get housekeepers that are, you know, in tip-top shape. Number two, your housekeepers are also going to be the ones to let you know when something is amiss, okay? When I say amiss, it could be that, a, that the prior guest left a mess, that they broke something, they stole something. It could be that, okay, something is wrong in this property here, like, oh, the toilet is not flushing well, or, oh my goodness, I just remembered actually somebody, somebody shared with me recently that a guest flushed a pair of boxers <laughs> what the heck <laughs> and i share these things of course not to scare you or anything these are these don't happen too often but when they happen you're like what in the what in the world <laughs> how do you how do you flush a pair of boxers but it is your housekeepers that will that will alert you to such craziness right so you want to make sure that you get a housekeeper that is totally fully like on your team, on your side, right? The housekeeper is not like somebody that's out there. Like the person should be somebody that's like, this is us, okay? This is us. They're not like outsiders. They are part of your team, okay? So like I said, where do you find them? I found them on Turnover BNB. The current housekeeper that we're using for the lake house right now is actually, actually found her off of mom's Facebook group, okay? I do a lot on mom's Facebook group, as you can tell. Like if you hang out around me long long enough, you probably hear me talk about mom's Facebook groups because moms, (laughs) and if you're a guy, whatever, find an equivalent, okay? But moms apparently know that, like, I mean, they have the juice, okay? They know what's up. They can give you resources. So make sure if this is one tip you learn from this episode, go find yourself a mom's Facebook group. And here's a secret. There are a couple of dads on that Facebook group too, okay? so. Find them on Facebook group. You can even find them on like, you know, Craigslist, Indeed. People actually put up like job postings for housekeepers. Now, depending on where you find them, of course, you know, you you need to make sure that and and like interview them and train them appropriately. So if you find, I personally like to find people who are already familiar with the Airbnb turnover process because you're not the one that will have to indoctrinate them to understand that, they, they actually need to be done before the guest gets there. Like you want to get someone who already sort of understands the, I call it Airbnb culture, but you know, it's a, it's the short-term rental culture where they know that, you know, things have to be speak and span. Like it's not okay 
to have, you know, a little bit of a mess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like everything needs to be in, t- in tip top shape. This is why I don't even recommend you cleaning your unit yourself. Okay. I don't recommend it because number one, it's giving you a second job. And number two, you know, when you're tired, you be like, oh gosh, you know, I'll, I'll get to, you know, whatever. You need someone with the accountability of money being paid to them to take care of your units. Okay. You're listening to the Short-Term Revolution Podcast with your host, Chiagozi Fawole. Now, when you find them, you interview them. So what, how do you want to ask them? You know, have, have they cleaned Airbnbs? If they have references, you want to make sure that, you know, that, that you also ask them about that. But the more important thing really for me is to have a, a trial clean. What do I mean by a trial clean? So usually when you set up your unit, if you listen to any of our prior episodes, that was one that I, that I talked about having, like preparing for your first guest, you need to have the place cleaned even before the first guest comes. Because when you set up your, your unit the first time, there's usually a lot of like dust from packaging and all of that that ends up settling the property. So this is a good opportunity actually to try out any cleaners that you want to work with because you want to see what their attention detail is you want to make sure that they actually like work through the areas that you're interested in and then you want to check behind them and see okay did they actually do a good job okay so a trial clean now do you want to do a trial clean for every single cleaner like like i said three cleaners on your list it's up to you but at least you want to know that they're not just cleaners by word they actually know how to clean okay now to actually let this work you need to set expectations okay whether or not they have prior Airbnb cleaning experience. And guys, I say Airbnb, you understand what I mean, right? I mean short-term rental, okay? <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Airbnb just because, right? But you need to set expectations for their cleaning. You need to let them know that the fridge has to be cleaned out. There can be, you know, dirt or dust under anything. Everything needs to be cleaned out. The dishwasher, the dishes, they need to return things in certain places. Providing them with a checklist is a great idea. The Turnover BNB app actually allows you to, to install a check, to like put in a checklist. You, you can also just have a checklist in like a folder and have them literally like go through everything. What should they help you do? So they clean, but particularly if you're remote, your, your, your cleaner can also be like your point person, like your, the person that helps you restock items. So we have our cleaner down in Dallas restocking our tissue paper, dishwashing detergent you know, laundry, soap, stuff like that. And they also let us know, okay, the towels are looking a little old right now. We need to replace them, okay? So you need to have a checklist or something that kind of like primes the mind to say, oh, check the towels. Like how many towels are available or how much of this is available? Like do we need to, to restock the, these things? Now, when you set your expectations and you've given them like, you know, clear instructions on what to do for, for the different items, if you can get pictures from them after every clean, that's good. I found that when we had our cleaners send us pictures, it really helped kind of take things up a little bit, right? Because when you're like, oh, wait, I haven't, I haven't seen pictures yet. You can call and be like, hey, you know, have you cleaned? <laughs> Did you clean that place? Because we have had incidences where, particularly when we had like, I don't know, 10 units or whatever. We had incidences where it's like, no cleaner got there and the guests got there and we're like, oh, wait a minute. Ah, man. And we're apologizing and sending refunds and whatever. So having them send you pictures after they're done cleaning also helps you confirm that the cleaning has been, has been done. 
So let's see what else I have on my notes here. Okay, so how else to retain them? Pay them, pay them and pay them well, okay? Because good cleaners know their worth. Good cleaners know their worth. And if they have multiple apartments or multiple properties that they're cleaning and somebody pays them better, well, guess whose property they're going to prioritize, right? So if you want to retain good cleaners, you want to make sure that you're paying them good amount, particularly if you have like little intricacies in your in, in your, in your property that, that, make, that make the work a little more than, than just, you know, run of the mill clean, you want to make sure that you're compensating them fairly, right? that you're compensating them fairly for the work that they are, are doing, okay? And then the third thing that I like to mention here is that what if it doesn't work out? What if they make mistakes? What if it turns out that you, get, that you go there one day and they totally forgot to, or a guest sent you a text and be like, oh, you know, this is not looking right or this, this looks whatever. So the first thing that I like to say is that they're humans too. People make mistakes. So at the first, if you have a cleaner that's been doing a great job and somehow somebody somebody shows up and is like, oh yeah, this happened, don't all of a sudden now just like turn against your cleaner and throw them under the bus or whatever. You need to go back and kind of be the boss in the business and point out to them in a way that is not, that doesn't break them, but kind of empowers them to know that they're on your side, you're on their side, but also tell them that, hey, you know, this didn't happen. Like this is not typical for you. What happened? Okay. And you may get, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that happened, blah, blah, blah. Or you may get pushed back and be like, well, I always did it last time, blah, 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 blah. And depending on what answer you get, you can determine whether or not you need to take drastic action or not. I do not necessarily recommend firing somebody at the first incident that, or think thing that they do wrong. But if, if, if it's becoming a pattern understand the implications of multiple bad reviews on the same topic on your business and fire as needed. So it's funny, as I say this, I think about some of our cleaners that we've had for one of our units in Dallas. So we had multiple cleaners on different units, but we had this, this period actually where a good set of cleaners all of a sudden started dropping the ball multiple ways. And I was like, wait, what's going on? I guess they're complaining. So I reached out to the person that I reached out to the person that actually like runs the, 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 the cleaning agency. And it turned out that he, that they had gotten new, new cleaners. So new people on their team. And apparently one, one of those people just was not, was not cutting it. And the only way that they could have found out was if we told them. So we told them and for a period of time, it was still, and I'm like, listen, guys, you need to get this person out. Otherwise we're cutting you completely. Eventually they fixed that issue. And actually we're still working with the agency because we know that the agency guys, like they actually clean when they clean. It's just that when they hired a person that didn't work for us, we had to let them know. We had to let them know. Okay. So like I said, remember, you need to know that your cleaning team should be on your side. I personally like to work with agencies. And when I say agencies, they may not call themselves agencies, but people that have other people on their team because that reduces the chance of you having a no-show for your for your cleaning job, right? If if it's if it's a one-man show, one person showing up and cleaning every single time, one day they may fall sick, they may have other things that they're doing, and things may fall through the cracks. Okay. But if it's somebody that has other people, then when they can show up, they already have the bandwidth to find a replacement. So that's why I like to work with people who already have kind of something going. And so I asked them that question. Now here's the thing. 
I've also had an incident where somebody was like, oh yeah, we have a whole team. Right. <laughs> we have a whole team. And then I give him the job. I give him like three units at the time. And I was like, hey, listen, we have three units. You have to, you know, clean all of them or whatever. And then he's like running around with like, like a chicken with his, with his head. I'm cut off because he did not have a team. <laughs> he did not have a team. So I'm like, why would you tell me that you had a team when you did not? Okay. So keep that in mind that people lie. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so, you know, just kind of wrap this up. The overall thought is number one, take the time to find and vet good housekeepers. Okay. Interview as many as you need to. Make sure that they understand the expectations that you have for the fire cleans. Make sure that they know that it is different from cleaning a regular house, okay? Also let them know, particularly when it comes to pricing, that you're going to be calling them on a regular basis. So they shouldn't charge you like the sticker shock prices that they would charge with money that's doing just like one clean. They'll be doing mostly like turnovers as against major, 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 major deep cleaning, okay? And then finally... Make sure you have a couple of housekeepers on your roster so that in case one doesn't show up, that you have a backup. And a way to kind of make that a little easy is to work with housekeeping companies or individuals who run companies that have multiple people so that you don't necessarily have to be the person finding the backup if they can't show up. And remember, humans make mistakes, but if the mistakes are recurrent and it's affecting your your coins, cut that thing, move on. Find somebody else, but find a replacement first. Find a replacement first. <laughs> I'm totally laughing here because some of the of the gaps that we have had has been when we were like, you know what, this person is just horrible. We can't have them clean anymore. Take them off the roster. Take them off the roster, and then we try to fill it, and you're like, oh crap, we, can, we actually can't find somebody to clean right away. Listen, when you start this business, you will have stories. <laughs> stories that make you money so you can laugh about it at at the end of the day anyway i hope you found this helpful if you did listen go post on social media you know just share it with a friend friends don't let friends you know not hear about good stuff like this friends don't let friends miss out okay have a wonderful one oh yeah subscribe you know share do all that fancy stuff all right take care of course and now wait a minute hold on if you would like our help getting started with short-term rentals Check the link, workwithme2021.com slash book. Take care.